Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Friends, good morning. So for any grandparents who don't know who I am, I'm Father Pat Schultz. I'm one of the priests here at Sacred Heart along with Father Joe, the pastor. Uh, do we have any new grandparents to the school this year? Like you got a new grandkid in the school? New grandparents, welcome. It's good to have you. I think this is the biggest Grandparents Day that, uh, that we've had since I've been here at Sacred Heart. So this is pretty, pretty awesome. So give yourselves a round of applause for just being here. That's pretty awesome. It is, it is a treasure, it's a gift to have you joining our community, just being in the community, just to be together. It's a treasure and it's a gift. Grandparents are such a treasure and such a gift. You know, I, I'm, I'm, over the years, as the older I've gotten, the, the more that I've gotten to reflect on the difference of just, just parental love versus grandparent love, right? Grandparents, you're already thinking like, I know where he's going with this. I, uh, I was amazed to find out, you know, my later teen years, talking to my dad, talking to my aunts, especially on my dad's side of the family, uh, talking to my dad's sisters, my aunts, you know, that, um, that my grandpa, who was the sweetest man I could ever imagine, the most unbelievable, like, if he was like, if sweet and low could become a person, that was my grandpa. He was so kind. He was so sweet. It was amazing to find out that he was like really intense as a dad. Like, my dad would tell these stories about what it was like growing up with, we called them Bop, so Bop and Gam. It was like growing up with Bop and Gam, and Bop and Gam, they were, they were intense as parents, very strict. Bop and Gam, it was like, every time I saw them, it's like, here's a piece of chocolate cake, here's a sucker, here's five bucks, like, what, what do you want? Like, it just, my grandma would always be emptying out her purse, looking for Hershey kisses, like, that was them, that was them. It was this indulgent kind of love, this love that just was like, I just want to dote on you and pour good things into you and then send you back to your parents kind of a thing, right? Yeah. Here's a pound of sugar and we'll see you next week, right? Kind of a thing. There's a difference between grandparent love and parent love, right? There's a difference. And, and, and grandparents, that's one of the great blessings of being a grandparent, just being able to open your heart and just pour out such gifts, being able to do what we just heard in that psalm, just to delight, to delight in your children and your grandchildren, I mean, just the, the, amazing, the amazing thing that happens, right, of course, for you when you get to see your own kids become parents. I mean, how awesome that must have been. And then to see your grandchildren and think like, man, that's just like my daughter, that right there. Or that's just like her father right there. That orneriness right there, that's him right there, you know, that kind of thing. But that amazing gift to just delight, to delight that's what I want to talk about. This psalm that we have today, the Lord delights in his people. The Lord delights in his people. Friends, if we miss this as like the foundation, the first principle, we're just going to kind of miss everything, to be totally honest. I think so often in our minds as Christians, as Catholics, we think that the story begins at Genesis chapter 3. And this is what I mean by that. I think many of us think that the story begins with the fall, with our screw-up, with God being upset with us. That's not the beginning of the story. The beginning of the story is when God created this lavish, unbelievable garden of paradise. 
And he planted us in this garden of paradise simply because he wanted us to delight in the goodness of creation. Like before there was sin, there was just simply delight. He didn't make us so that we would be slaves serving him. That was the view of the Greco-Roman pantheon, that the, that the gods in the Greco-Roman world, they were fed, fueled by the worship of the people. There was this antagonistic relationship between the people and the gods. Like they needed to be worshipped. That's not why God made us. He made us simply as an expression of the goodness of his heart. He made us that we would be just delighted in. That there be nothing further beyond that. He delights in his people. It's not the case that the fundamental posture of the Lord's heart towards you, towards any of us, is, is one of criticism or judgment. It, the, the scripture does not say the Lord looks harshly upon his people. The Lord condemns his people. The Lord is looking with a skewed, judging eye on his people. The Lord's disappointed in his people. The Lord's mad at his people. The scripture says the Lord delights in his people. He's like an artist, right, who after kind of completing this masterwork that he's obsessed about in his mind, he's brought it to birth in his heart and then it comes out of his hands into the world and he steps back and he's just like, wow, look at that. Like to delight is to say it is so good that you are here. Like at all moments of your life, the Lord looks at you and says, it is so good that you are here. I love loving you. I love loving you. I love just seeing you at play in the world. Like parents, grandparents, just think with me for a moment. Think back on those moments where you remember seeing your children, your grandchildren, when they were just oblivious, often play somewhere, just maybe like lost in Lego world having a game or lost in Barbie world doing something fun, but just lost in play and you're just kind of stepping you just from a distance are just looking upon them with this smile in your heart and on your face just delight that is the fundamental beginning first place of God's heart for us delight and this is so important for us as we get older because we begin to think that our goodness our our ability to win people over our ability to attract the attention of other people is attached to many other things. I'm loved and I'm good because I'm popular. I'm loved and I'm good because I'm pretty. I'm loved and I'm good because I'm the athletic one. I'm loved and I'm good because I'm the one who can tell funny stories. I'm loved and I'm good because I'm financially successful. I'm loved and I'm good because my family has a good reputation. You know, none of that's true. That's not why you're loved and you're good. You're loved and you're good because you are before you could do anything, you were delighted in. And long after you're able to do anything again, when everything is stripped away at the end of your life and everything is gone and everybody has to do everything for you and you have nothing left, you are still totally delighted in. It's not attached to anything that you do, anything that I do. It's just you. Existing, The Lord delights in his people. He delights in his people. And there's a challenge in this too for us because 
St. Teresa of Avila, doctor of the church, Spanish mystic, she beautifully and famously said that Christ has no body now on earth but ours. We as the mystical body of Christ. That ours are the hands through which he reaches out to people. Ours are the feet by which he gets to people. Ours are the eyes through which he looks upon people. Ours are the mouths with which he gets to speak to people. So if it's true that the Lord delights in his people, and if we are the body of Christ, we have to be expressing to the world and to each other that delight. That the first posture of our heart has to be, it is so good that you are here. And I might not understand why, but you are infinitely loved. And I will look upon you, and I will try as best I can to reveal that to you. If the Catholic Church, if Christians are not doing that in the world, then the world is missing out on the delight that comes from the heart of the Father. We are meant to be the body of Christ into the world, bearing that psalm into the world. The Lord takes delight on his people, not just Catholics who show up to Mass, not just Christians who believe in Jesus, but everybody out in the world. Will the people out there feel delighted in because we come here to be delighted in? That's the question. That's the challenge. So again, grandparents, it is so good for us to have you with us. That you're such a sign and symbol to us of the Lord's delight in his people. Amen.